Hey everybody, this is your host Donnie Turner and this is the Free For Life podcast show. So thank you so much for you guys uh, tuning into the show today. So um, before I get started going into the show, I just wanted to say that um, you know, doing this, doing this show, seeing all the listens that I've that I've been seeing um, by tracking my analytics, I just want to say guys that I'm deeply humbled by uh, how much this show has been reaching to so many people. I I think I really do think that um, people are getting a lot of value out of it. So as long as I feel like, you know, people are getting value out of it and enjoying the episodes, I'm going to keep doing it. So yeah, it's going great. Thank you guys. And I just want to say, you know, I've just been, honestly, it's just been super crazy to me and super encouraging and just, just honestly humbling just how many people I'm reaching out to just really, you know, big like-minded thinkers on business and real estate and so forth and how they're actually responding to me and agreeing to be on the show. I'm actually super duper excited for the next couple episodes that I'm going to be doing. Well, the next couple interviews that I'm going to be sprinkling in. I've got a guy coming in next week and his name is Reezy and he just has a really cool story and he's going to help talk to talk to us, maybe walk us through how he started his million dollar revenue in uh, Amazon business. And I also got another guy named Vin Yang, who is a super cool guy from Australia. He's actually a magician and now he's a motivational speaker. And I actually went to one of his studio workshops over the summer and just it really helped up my game on how to speak personally to people and even public speaking. And it's and it's honestly had an effect on the show. Well, at least I hope it did. <laughs> right, guys? So um, yeah, I'm just super excited for that. It, they're going to be two really cool episodes. I hope you guys get a lot of value out of it. And, you know, I think all of my interviews so far have just been amazing. If, if any of you guys haven't heard them yet, I would definitely recommend checking them out. I recently interviewed a guy named Chris Christopher Ho, who's uh, the founder and CEO of Artican, just a super cool company. And I also interviewed Rod Cleef, who's a really inspiring real estate investor, who's also a life coach, I would definitely check out those episodes, guys. And especially the one with me and my dad, that one um, has a special place in my heart just because of how deep we get into um, how to get plugged into a success mindset and how to find things that are uh, possible for you and to go for it. So it's just a super important episode. Um, So yeah, sorry to plug my own show, but go check them out, guys. They're really cool. So um, for this show... I decided to start a series called Why I Chose Real Estate. Um, I I talked about it in the first episode, but I am a real estate investor, and I highly recommend everybody that is interested in becoming financially independent and becoming financially free from their jobs and so forth to get in control of their financial future to seriously consider real estate. It's one of the best assets that you can invest in today, and I'm going to do a couple episodes talking about the major reasons why. And to start off with this episode, I just want to talk about one of the hugest reasons why and why most people that are in this space will tell you why to invest in real estate. And the biggest reason is cash flow. So what is cash flow and what does that term mean exactly? Well, in the real estate sense, you know, outside of the accounting terminology, in in real estate specifically, cash flow usually means... Um, positive net profit. So it's the idea that after you pay off all of your expenses, after everything's paid for, when you're renting out a house, you're getting some cash on top of that, just right off the bat every single month. And that's money that you obviously earned because you had to risk your capital to buy the house. But 
it's money that you didn't necessarily personally work for, right, guys? So it's it's just incredibly powerful to get that, you know, quote unquote passive income. I don't think there's such thing as passive income because you do have to work for this income, but it's the closest thing to passive income that I think anybody can achieve. And we're gonna walk through a little bit about how that works. So and before we start getting into a little bit of the technicalities of what cash flow is, I just really wanted to quickly mention a couple of the names that you might hear in the investor real estate space if you talk about cash flow to other people. Just so you could, you know, get it, be in the know about what cash flow is and how it works. So, you know, um, most circles, they'll probably actually call it net profit. That's probably the correct term just because, you know, after everything's accounted for, this is what you have left at the end of the month to actually save or spend or reinvest into your house. But then there's also, you know, some people might call it the spread. It's just the amount of money that you're taking in at the end of the day or even arbitrage. Really just a, that's, it's a, it's a fancy term. Not too many people will use it, but you might hear it once in a while. So, you know, instead of Googling, whoa, whoa, what does arbitrage mean? You know, um, it basically means cash flow, guys. It's, it's the profit that you're taking in at the end of the month. Or, you know, and of course, cash flow, which we, we already defined that. It's, it's all the same thing, guys. And, and then now that we got over that, I just wanted to talk about, so what exactly is cash flow? Let, let's define it even further. And what defines cash flow? Well, let's, let's imagine that you bought a house and you intend to rent it out so you can achieve some cash flow. You want, you're, you're getting really excited about all this cash flow talk that I've been talking about today. You're like, what? Passive income? Yeah, I want that. How do we do it? So what you would do is let's just imagine that you bought a $100,000 house in the Midwest and it was relatively easy to rent out. So you got a tenant in there already and you know, you paid $100,000, you put 20% down. So maybe about, you know, after closing costs and everything, $25,000 you got out of pocket into the house. And then you're going to have to, after you take care of all of that, every single month, you're going to have to take care of something that investors like to call P-I-T-I. P-I-T-I, principal, insurance, taxes, and interest. Okay, I got that wrong. Principal, interest, taxes, and insurance in that order. Those are the four things that you're going to have to take care of until you achieve cash flow. And there's there's sometimes other things as well, including you know assuming that you're investing out of state and that you don't necessarily want to go and collect rent every single month, you're probably going to have to hire a property manager. And they basically you know, um, help facilitate the transactions of leasing and, uh, and, uh, collecting rent, things that you would normally have to do. You're paying them to do for you just to make it even more, um, easy for you and even more automated. So you don't have to be so plugged into your investment, just a little more passivity for you. So principal and interest, what is that? That is your mortgage note. That is what you're paying the bank every single month. So let's just, you know, go back to the analogy of saying you bought a $100,000 house. Your principal and interest, it'll probably be, let's just say, you know, I'm just doing this just really easy so that, you know, we can have just easy math. Let's just say it's $400. So that's going to cover your principal and your interest. That's your mortgage payment that it's covering. And then taxes, you know, depending on how you got it structured with your lender, you're probably going to be paying taxes with that mortgage note. Um, and insurance. So let's just assume that the taxes is $100. $100. So $100 in taxes. And then let's just say for insurance, let's just be conservative. Let's just say $25 a month for insurance. 
So, so far, we're at $525 for uh, PIT, PITI. And then let's just factor in another $75 for management fees, just so that we don't have to be so involved to the day-to-day of our real estate and make it passive so that we can still, you know, go along with our days and and either, you know, continue to work in our day jobs or, you know, retire and have fun. So we got the principal and interest taken care of. We got the taxes taken care of. We got the interest taken care of. And we got the management fee taken care of. All in, we're in for $600 on expenses. Now, let's just assume we were able to, let's just be really conservative, guys. Let's just assume that we were able to rent out that house for $900. That's a little bit less of the 1% rule. So a $100,000 house rented for $900 with our expenses at only $600, boom, $300 a month in cash flow. Now, that's money that you didn't even necessarily have to pay for, but you're providing value to the marketplace by, you know, giving the community affordable housing. A family is able to live in a full three-bedroom, two-bath house, assuming, for only $900. That's, That's a huge service, and you're getting $300 a month in cash flow for it. Now, this is incredibly important, guys. Because just like any business, um, renting a house is like owning a business. You're providing a product to a customer, the customer being the tenant and the house being the product. And like any business, you have to be profitable. If you can't work out the numbers and you can't squeeze $200, $300 a month in cash flow, you shouldn't do the deal, guys. Um, Last week... We had Rod Cleef on the show, and he said, he mentioned briefly on the show that value investing is dead. Value investing is the idea of, it's almost basically speculation. It's the idea, I'm going to buy this $100,000 house, and maybe next year it'll be worth $120,000. Now, history has told us that, yeah, maybe it will, but we don't want to be making our investing decisions on that. Because we all know from the 2008 financial crisis that housing doesn't just go up. It can go down, too. And we don't want to be banking our financial decisions on speculation, on maybe the, maybe the price of this house will go up and then I could sell it for a profit. If you treat your houses and your real estate as a business and look at it for cash flow, you won't ever get steered wrong. Because no matter what, if that house goes to $120,000 or if it goes to $80,000, if it loses $20,000 in value, you're still consistently collecting $300 a month and you can't lose. Um... So talking about that, don't treat your houses with speculation. Don't bank just on value and treat your real estate like a business. Don't do deals where they don't cash flow. And, you know, the reason why we do that is just the power of becoming financially independent. You know, people like the term mailbox money. That's what cash flow is, guys. Money while you sleep. And it's acquiring financial independence piece by piece. You know, you just purchased 200 to $300 of your life back. Now imagine if you had 10 of these houses. Now you just get, you know, $3,000 a month, you know, $36,000 a year without, you know, clocking in for a job. That's pretty good. That's pretty good supplemental income. And you can acquire that through real estate. So just, you know, very basic concept. One of the most powerful reasons to invest in real estate, not only because you can use that $300 to, you know, pay off your other expenses in life or for vacations, but you can also use that money. It gives you options. 
You could plug it back into the real estate and pay down that mortgage note and then pay them off and increase your cash flow even more. You know, imagine not having that principal and interest to worry about. That's $400 back into cash flow. Imagine having from $300 to $700 in cash flow. I mean, that'd be pretty sweet. You could do that. Or you could save up that cash flow and buy more real estate with it. Or, you know, you could just apply that cash flow to your day-to-day expenses or that or that vacation that you really wanted to take. So, you know, wrapping it up, guys, cash flow is king. If you are ever going to invest in real estate, take into account cash flow. Does this house, when I rent it out, does it cash flow? Does it have a net profit? Does it have a spread? And that's it, guys. So um, I'm going to be doing a couple more episodes just on this topic. Next week, we're going to be talking about equity buildup. It's one of my favorite reasons why to own real estate. And yeah, I hope you I hope you enjoyed it, guys. Remember, don't be afraid to ever reach out to me on social media. I'm going to have all my social medias in the show notes. I'm really looking forward to next week. I'm going to be talking to Reezy about um, how he created his Amazon business. That's going to be insane. So, you know, continue uh, checking in and Guys, please, if you enjoyed this show, recommend it to your friends. Subscribe and leave a review. That would mean so much to me, guys. Thank you so much. And, you know, never forget, never stop growing.